This call is get, being recorded. And we're going to go ahead and get started for all the online listeners uh, out there and those who are listening to recording. Um, uh, thank you for listening today. But one of the things that uh, that a lot of people don't realize, and they they don't realize this not because they're, they're, they're not smart or because they don't have any education, is that a lot of people don't understand who God really is and the type of person he is because he's a person. They don't realize that God is, God, when he uses messengers, like he uses this ministry a lot to really give people miracles and opens up and opens up doors for people. And people, a lot of people get saved and receive healing. And that's true. That's something God does. You know, that's his supernatural power. But they don't understand God's nature and the type of person he is. God is the type of person that he doesn't like when people play games with him. He's the type of person that he doesn't like when he shows somebody grace and mercy and they're not thankful. He doesn't like when people are, he, he, he sends people to talk to them and they're prideful and they don't want to listen to God and they're stubborn or, they, or, or, or things like that. He, he has feelings. And there's a certain way that he he feels about when he sees this take place. For example, I have seen situations where people, they have, when God will give them grace and mercy, say God brings them out of a situation, and they're unthankful, and they go throughout their lives, and they live a lifestyle of being unthankful. How? They continue to lie, cheat, steal. They continue to live the way they were living before God did something for them that they was asking God for. And they think that God ignores that behavior. But but I've seen that take place, right? And then a bad situation happens to that person. And then they come back to God and say, Lord, what's, you know, Lord, save me. What's going on? Why is this happening in my life? And And, and they get out of that trouble again. God helps them. He's gracious. They get out of that trouble again. And God gives them a warning. Say, don't go back there again. Don't do that same thing again. And then they do it again. And, and the thing is, when, when, that situation, when that situation takes place, a lot of people don't realize that God, when he sees that type of behavior, that he doesn't smile on that thing, on, on, that type of, on those type of things. He doesn't he doesn't just sit by and just let that person operate in that way. The next time God, uh, uh, the next time that person will come to God and ask them for help in that same situation, do you know God won't help them? I know that that's, that I know that really uh, destroys some of our mindsets today that think that we can do whatever we want and that God is not going to hold you accountable. But no, the Bible says that when all when when people stand before God, that He's going to judge them according to His word for what they have done in their lives against Him or for Him. They're going to judge. He's going to judge them for that, and He's going to hold them accountable. So that shows that God's nature is that He holds people accountable for their behavior. So. So the thing is, God being a person, when 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 a, when that same individual who keeps doing the same old thing over and over and over again, do you know God will leave them in that situation, and He won't help them? Yes, God will do that. Some people, because they have re- uh, 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 rejected the Word of God, God in turn rejects them. I'll give you a scripture. It says in, 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 in Acts chapter 3, verse 14, here's what happened when the people, the Jewish people, rejected Jesus. Here's what Peter, the man of God, said to these people. He said, you rejected this holy, righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. Verse 15, you killed the author of life, 
but God raised him up from the dead, and we are witnesses of this fact. So, so Peter made clear that, hey, you murdered the Lord, you Jewish people. And it's not that, it, of course, we know Jesus went to the cross for our sins, but I'm just showing you according to what was going on at this time, that he said you murdered. In other words, he preached and he, he said you are being held accountable by God for what you did. And so much so that even though you killed, the, even though you, you, you accepted the murder and you uh, 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 murdered the, the, the Lord, the Jesus Christ, God still raised him from the dead even in spite of your behavior. So even though their behavior uh, uh, caused Jesus to die, God still used the messenger to speak to them where they were so they can so so they can know that God was an ex, that God wasn't ex, uh, accepting their behavior. So 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 when so what does that have to do with all um, the message today? Because see, when a lot of people they come to fire realms, they need to under a lot of people don't realize that this is a last day, a last warning ministry. A lot of areas that God deals with us about, you know. There's a word that, that God preaches that is just right for that person's season, for whatever they're going through. And if that person doesn't really hear what God has to say, they can miss a situation. Uh, they can miss what God is saying, and a situation will come, and they'll be caught off God by a situation. Or if they don't listen to what God is saying, God may be trying to bless them, but they end up missing a blessing that God has for them. It is very important to pay attention to the word of God and what God is saying to you in the season of your life. For example, you may be in winter season of your life, but if you dress in summer clothes spiritually, you can freeze to that. So God is a God where he, he lets you know what he's doing and he leads and guides your life. So saying all that, uh, we talked about who we are in Fire Realm, about us. If you look on the um, if you look on the about page on the ministry site, you can see uh, what we're about. Just look on the about page. And you can also see what we believe. And that's what we're going to tackle today, the, the portion of what we believe. Every person that comes to Fire Realm, we encourage you, if you're a member of Fire Realm, to go back and to listen to uh, uh, we take you through a process where, where um, you can understand the mission and mandate. If you are a new believer, we have a believers class for you to go through that you can download the um, the the the, uh, the 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 courses or whatnot, so you can know what being a believer is about. So we want you to understand what's what fire rum is all about. Why has God called us? Even how how the ministry how we flow in the ministry and how we how the ministry is structured. Why am I in this ministry? Why am I here in Fire Realm? Why has God called me to Fire Realm? First off, and which we're going to deal with today is here's what we believe. We believe it's four things, but number one is we believe that the whole Bible is the Word of God written to and for humankind, meaning that. God wrote the Bible as a love letter to you because you're a part of humankind. You're saved. You're, or whether you're unsaved or whatnot, guess what? God wrote the Bible for you. And he had something, he had something to say about you and about your life. That's how much he loves us. They, you know, the Bible is not just a book. It's a love letter. It's showing God's love for people. A lot of people think that this is a religion thing or God is a, it's, you know, this whole walk with Jesus is some religious thing. It has nothing to do with religion. It has everything to do with a relationship with the creator God who used his son, Jesus Christ, sent his son to die on a cross so we can be forgiven of our sins and so we can come before a pure God, pure, even though we were once dirty. That's why we need the blood of Jesus to make us clean and holy. So he wrote this love letter, right? And let me tell you what the scripture says about this love letter, the Bible, that God written to us. In 2 Timothy 
Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says this, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. See, what is, why do we find ourselves not doing what is right in God's eyes and we get convicted when we hear messages and preachings? Is because when we're doing wrong, that means that we don't, we don't have scripture for that area of our lives. See, the more you know the scripture for areas of your life, the less you will find yourself offending the God of heaven. And not that you do everything perfect, but that just like any child with their father, their father corrects uh, them when they're doing wrong. Their father encourages them. Well, that's how God is. See, God is not in heaven waiting for you to make a mistake where he's ready to send you to hell. No, he's not like that. He's actually someone that is a loving father, someone who wants to wants the best for his children, someone who wants his children to experience his love so they won't feel like God is always against them, someone who is tired of seeing his children in the clubs with dancing with people they're not married to, someone who wants their children to be with someone who would love them to death through their part, through marriage. Someone, God is a father who is someone who wants to see his children with their children walking in obedience to him and seeing a relationship with God and what it really looks like. Someone who doesn't want their children to have cursing come out their mouth that can cause them to miss a job opportunity or that can cause them to miss a, 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 a godly friendship with another believer who can pray them through the problems they're going through. In other words, if you have a foul mouth and you're always cursing people out, guess what? You're not going to have a lot of friends. You, and when God puts Christian friends in your life, if you're always cursing them out, how are they going to be there to pray with you when you're going through problems in your life? Or when you have certain goals and dreams in your life, God dreams to encourage you in your destiny. So see, your direct, our direct behavior is connected to our relationship with God and a lot of blessings that God wants to bring in our lives. And we look up to heaven and we blame God and wonder why we're not moving forward. It's because we're doing wrong and we need to get God's word so we can know what is right. So, see, that's number one. The Bible, if you want to write, you know, I encourage all those, whenever you hear a message, make sure you write notes pertaining to that message. Make sure you take notes. Why? Because you want to remember what God is saying to you through the message. You don't want to go on like most uh, uh, hearers of the word, but don't do them. You don't want to be like what they talk about in the book of James, where you're a hearer of the word, but you don't do it. In other words, you want to be someone who takes notes, who goes over those notes when you're at home, who says, Holy Spirit, help me to, to meditate and to memorize these notes so I can really do what is right in my life and not be someone who hears the word, but don't do it and fool myself. So that's number one. And do you have anything else to add to that, sweetheart? And I'm going to let my wife add to number one, um, uh, which is what we're going through about what we believe in fire up. Go ahead. Amen. Um, let's just read that scripture one more time so we can just really get it in our spirit. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong 
and teaches us to do what is right. Verse 17, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Now, I'm pretty sure you're kind of wondering, like, okay, if I'm seeing hardship in my life and I'm seeing trouble in my life, I don't understand because I go to church. I hear the word. I get prayer. The Lord wants you to just take a moment to look, to really first ask yourself, do you know what God is requiring from you? With all the words, not Jason and Penelope's words, but with all the instruction and the words that you have been learning from the fire round, what part of those words have you taken? What instruction have you received that you're now applying it to your life? Because we mentioned um, in one of the first series that sometimes we like to take half of the gospel and not the full gospel. See, the, we just can't pick and choose parts we want to obey. We can't pick and choose parts um, in what we want to do. As believers, God is requiring us to be able to, number one, evaluate how have we received his instruction? How have we received his correction? Was it in pride, arrogance, disrespect, or was it with humility? submission, and gratefulness. God is not just a God that looks at your outward appearance, your outward showing. He looks and judges the motives, the intentions of the heart. We can't fool God. Just as it was mentioned this morning, that God is a person. How would you feel if someone was trying to get to know you just for what you can do for them? Wouldn't you want someone to get to know you for who you are, to love you for who you are and not what they can get out of you? That's exactly how God feels. When I first got saved, because I was broken, because I needed direction, I was tired of making the wrong decisions. I was tired of living a defeated life. Because I wanted to change, I was the first one. One of the first ones at service, before the prayer, before before the word came. Or when God was teaching from my pastor, I was at the front taking notes. Because I wasn't looking at a man. I was looking, if I, if, I tell you this, if you believe that God has sent you to fire realm, then you're hearing the word from fire realm. When I prayed and I asked God to, to lead me to a place where his Holy Spirit was being preached and I can get to know him for real, I acted as if I was going to meet with God every time. I was at the front of the, 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 um, the, front of the church taking notes. I would go home, study the scriptures, not just spending time in church, but then I would go home and I would spend my time in prayer, seeking and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. When God began to deal with me about the relationship that I should leave alone, the relationship that I should cut, I cut it without hesitation. Why? Because, the, because I was tired of my old decisions. Another question you should ask yourself, are you, really, are you really tired of sin? God is a God of not just the symptoms. He's the God of the root. God, God sees the seed of an apple tree before it becomes an apple tree. So, for example, if God is ministering to you about something that may not be full grown, He's warning you before the fullness of the manifestation comes. 
So that's what he does in his word. Just because you may not understand the fullness of what God is saying and doing, sometimes that's, that's well, most of the time it's for our benefit as believers. So remember that don't be afraid to read and study the scriptures. Yes, it does teach us about living holy and, and living uh, the righteous way, but it's also a book of healing. It's also a book of deliverance, of encouragement. I mean, Psalms is one of the greatest books of courage, encouragement. Um, it teaches you about how God is victorious. It gives you hope in every situation and circumstance. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. You're lacking wisdom. And, he, and, and, and God says, I have the wisdom of life. In Proverbs. So, again, you know, this is what we teach. We teach specifically from the Word of God. We don't shift from the Word of God. We share and, and we're strong on God's instruction that he left for all of his people. Amen. And so, number two, here's the second one. It says, we believe that according to the Word of God, that Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, came to earth in the flesh, which means in human form, died on the cross, and rose from the grave on the third day. He is currently alive, and is seated on the right hand of the throne of God the Father. So why is that so important? Because, see, there are a lot of messages out there. There are a lot of uh, religions and all these things out there that that um that say a lot of different things, and it's so important to know what the Bible says and what the truth is. Why? Because you can end up believing a lie. So I'll go ahead and read verse 33. This is where it says, Therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. This scripture is talking about how when Jesus Christ rose from the dead and went to heaven, and people witnessed, his disciples, his followers witnessed this with their own two eyes. These were real people that existed that saw this. That afterwards they received what the Bible talks about as the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person, and he's the Spirit of God that gives you the power to resist sin. He's the one that that uh, gives you the power to change so, and also to understand the Word of God. So, so this truth where it says that about Jesus, that he came to earth in the in bodily human form, why is that so important? Because believe it or not, there are religions out there and there are people out there that don't believe this. And they call themselves Christians or they call themselves believers. And they don't realize that when you don't believe what God says in his word, you end up believing a lie and you totally change the foundation of the, of, of the scripture. It's like a house. If you build a house and the foundation is not solid, the whole house is going to crumble. That's how it is with a believer's life. If you, don't, if you believe the wrong thing and you live your life that way, your whole life will be built in the wrong way. That's why a lot of us notice that, yes, you've been in church for years, and yes, you know about God for years, but you're still not, you're still having a trouble with getting your life together. Why? It's because of your belief system. There's a problem in your walk with God that is, that with your belief system, that is causing you problems in walking with the Lord. And so, and one of them is, some people don't even believe that when God sends people to speak to them, or like you're hearing this message today, some people don't even believe that the messenger is even sent from God to give them the message, which explains why they don't listen. I've had people so many times say, oh, Jason, you know, 
I don't believe anything, you know, I don't believe what you say, or, hey, you know, Golden, I don't believe in, in this or in that and what you're telling me. And it amazes me that these same individuals, they've seen the miracles of God. They see that God has used us to speak something and it actually happened or to tell them their future or, 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 or give us or, or, or God uses us to bring healing or any type of miracle in their lives. And they come back and they say, oh, I don't believe this or I'm not going to do this or what you're saying to, for me to do that you're telling me that God is sending you to tell me. I'm not going to do that. But it amazes me that these same individuals, when problems come in their lives, they come back for prayer. They come back to me or my, or my wife for prayer. Yet, I, I, we remind them that, hey, the reason why this is happening is because you didn't listen to what we, God was using us to tell you three months ago. Four months ago. God was trying to warn you three or four months ago that because of, because of your belief system that you don't even believe that God sending messengers to you that you don't listen, and when the problem takes place, then you want to listen because it's benefiting you, and you want to get out your situation. Let me tell you something. God doesn't work like that. You know, Jesus Christ, when he was sent to the earth, he was sent, he was God himself wrapped up in the flesh, and he was sent as a messenger to mankind. And to this very day, people don't want to even listen to Jesus. And let me go to the next thing. Number three and number four, this is it, it's going to work together. Even to this very day, how people don't even want to listen to Jesus Christ himself, who is, according to number three, what we what, what's written on our five pages says, we believe in the Holy Trinity. What is that? The Trinity is God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's God in three persons, also known as the Godhead. Before man existed, God was already there. God was in the form of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They all work together. The Father thinks it, the Son speaks it, and the Holy Spirit brings it to pass and actually does it. Okay, so number four, to this very day, people don't even believe in Jesus, right? But let me, let me tell you what we believe and what's about to happen in the future, that God has made this decision before I was even born, before you was even born. Do you know God made this, this decision? Here's the, here's the decision that God made. Even though I sent my son, man still doesn't believe in my son or me. So I'm going to make a choice. My son is going to come back to the earth, and it's going to be the end of the world. This world, is, there's still going to be people around, but it's going to be the end of the world system. And that's a whole other thing. In other words, lying, cheating, death, sickness, disease, wars, all that is the system of this world. And God said, when my son comes back, he's going to put an end to all that, whether they believe it or they don't, whether they accept it or they don't. So let me tell you what we believe according to this is number four. We believe that Jesus Christ will return to the earth again to rule and reign as king of kings and lord of lords. Amen. According to Revelation chapter 19, verse 15 and 16. Why is that so important? Because, remember, I was just talking about, and I'm going to let my wife hit those points, but I was just talking about how, how even to this very day, I've seen God do many miracles, even in my life and my wife's life, but we constantly see people that won't listen, even to God using us. I mean, I have literally, and my wife has told people their future. In other words, when uh, or, or, or say for example, on 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 this date, someone's gonna come to you named Mindy, and they're gonna tell you that they love you or something like that, and it actually happens. I mean, exactly what God said. But the same people will come back and ask the say say 
say uh, about a week later, I say, okay, hey, the Lord has put on my heart to tell you that you need to stop lying so much. And they'll tell me, oh, Jason, I don't believe you. I don't God telling you to say, you know, say that to me. That's not God, you know, and all that stuff, you know. Or they'll smile in my face and say, okay, okay, yes, I agree. But they'll go back. They'll go back and and do the very same thing that God was telling them not to do, and he was just using me as a messenger. And and I would see this take place, and I would ask, I, I understand how God actually feels. And you can understand this too. When God starts to use you to speak to people or when God starts to use you in other people's lives, you will start to notice that, that even though God will send you the people, a lot of people won't listen. And things will start happening in their lives that will end up destroying their lives. So, so you can so you can kind of understand how God feels, even though He sent His Son. And people to this very day, they don't believe in Jesus. They have many reasons why they don't believe in in Christ. So here's what's going to take place. Let me go ahead and read what's going to take place uh, when Christ returns. Revelation chapter 19, verse 15 and 16. It says, from his mouth came a two, a sharp sword. I'm sorry. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nation. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe at his thigh was written this title. King of kings and Lord of lords. So the nations today that don't want to receive Christ, do you know there are some nations that actually are killing Christians for believing in Jesus? That one day Jesus is going to return. He's going to return. And when he returns, the Bible says every eye will see him. And some and, and people and the nations will cry and mourn because they're going to know who it is, but they're going to know they weren't living for him. And the Bible says that he's going to judge the nation. One by one, he's going to judge them and every single human being. You can kind of see signs of that today. I mentioned this on the last, uh, on the last, uh, on the last one. I mentioned this before. But um, you can kind of see signs of uh, Christ's return in this form. I've talk- I was talking to a guy. He was an unbeliever. He wasn't saved. And he was saying that after this eclipse, you know, it's, what's today's date? It's uh, Sunday, uh, November, I think it's November 5th or 6th. Uh, but it's no- we're in November right now, 2017, right? And there was an eclipse that took place uh, this year, and he mentioned that after the eclipse, it's like all these things just started happening back to back. Hurricanes, uh, uh, the issue with North Korea, um, uh, earthquake in Mexico. After this eclipse, and he said he never seen that before, and it's and he said it's so weird to him. And I couldn't help but when I was reading this talking to we weren't talking about anything spiritual. Uh, he just mentioned that to me and my wife or that was there. And it was amazing to me how even the unsaved can see that something's wrong here. You know, I've seen another, uh, I've seen something else about um, a company that, um, that, um, that they, 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 their employees, they were saying, it's the first company ever that their employees agreed to have a chip inserted in their body for them to get into the building of where they work. And even in the building, you're able to buy items by just swiping the chip that's in your body on this machine. And you can buy things. Your credit card is hooked up to it. All these things hooked up to it. All these signs of the times. Do you know the Bible talks about that the mark of the beast, which is the Antichrist, the one who, I mean, we don't have time to go into that, but you may have heard it about 666, 
Mark of the Beast, all that stuff, right? But if you notice when you read and study it for yourself, just read it for yourself, you'll notice something the Bible talks about, that the Bible says that a person, people will not be able to buy or sell without this mark. Why is that so important? Because if you notice, everything is digital now. Isn't that interesting? You can't even, if you show up somewhere with cash, some places won't even accept it. I'm not telling you something, I, I, you know, I mean, go on Google. Don't even take my word for it. Look at the signs of the times that you're living in. The Bible was written 2,000 years ago. Why is it the Bible is talking about events that are happening in 2017? I mean, this was written 2,000 years ago. But the Bible says that people won't be able to buy or sell without this number, without this, 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 without this, this number system, you won't even be able to buy or sell. So in other words, if you don't have any credit cards today, how much would you be able to buy today? You'll be really, really limited. If you don't even have a bank account to transfer money, you won't even be able to even get paid for your job. Do you think this is all just happening by chance? Do you think that you being you can't even go and buy or sell without a credit card or a bank? Do you think that that's all happening by chance? No. The Bible is showing you, even today, that what the Bible wrote about is even starting to take place and happen to even today. So if the Bible is true on that, don't you think the Bible is true about a man coming from the sky, about to rip open the heavens and, 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 and to judge the nation? If we can see so many different things in the Bible taking place even in our time, that shows you that this word is true and that it's so important for you to know what the word of God says. So I'm going to close on that and let my, let my wife uh, add to that. Go ahead, Hallelujah. Before we close out, um, the Lord began to show me um, that there's a lot of people who don't believe in the Holy Trinity. And we um, also wanted to make a clear, to give a clear um, scripture in the word of God so that you can understand actually what is the Holy Trinity. And that was in one of the, that was on the third step of what we believe um, at Fire Round. So if you would turn with me to um, John 1, chapter 1 through 5, um, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and with him nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the light was the light of and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. So, what does that mean? That the Bible repeats over and over again how Jesus is the Word, right? But here in John chapter one, the Bible says that the Word was God. Amen. And the word was also with God. And I had a lot of, you know, I get a lot of ant- a lot of questions concerning the Trinity. Um, somebody, some people believe that the Holy Spirit is an active force um, and not who God is or God's person. And the way that the Lord began to reveal to me about um, how can we understand the Holy Spirit is exactly the Bible says in um, Genesis chapter 1, Verse 26, we can go there as well. And this is also when God began to um, talk about the Holy Spirit. First, let's go um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the deep. Right? So we see that God's spirit was hovering over 
you know, the face of the deep before the world even was created. Now, when you go down, the chapter, I believe, 20, I mean, verse 26, it says in verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness. So let's just pause right there. Now, even if you look at yourself, you're one person, right? But you're not just one person. You're one person in the flesh, but you have three components. You have a spirit, you have a soul, and you have a body. So that's exactly how God is made. We're made in his image and his likeness. And it's so amazing how a lot of people, because they can't wrap their minds around the Trinity, they call it false doctrine when they're actually made in Trinity. So I wanted us to also have that, um, just have that as the information of, okay, why do you believe in the Trinity? Why, you know, according to Scripture, we understand that the Word was God, and, and the Bible says that Jesus was the Word, and the Word became flesh. So God became flesh to die for us. And also, um, it also mentioned how we are also made in that same image and likeness. So, um, and going, and I'm going to just close out with this because even as I was hearing the word um, that God was using um, Jason to minister, a lot of people, just like what was mentioned at the beginning of the service, um, a lot of people, they don't know why, um, they know that, okay, they have, they, okay, I'm, I'll put it like this. Believe it or not, every person who has become a member of Fire Realm, if you take a look, <clears throat> excuse me, if you take a look at your salvation and how God revealed himself to you once you got saved was in a supernatural way. God met you right where you were. And, you know, he wanted to make himself known to you. and that's why God, you know, when he begins to now want to bless you and give you um, direction for your life and you reject that same direction, then, you know, he's, he's, he's just in his decision. And a lot of people out there, they believe, you know, they like to preach, preach grace, grace, grace. God is a God of love. God is a God of grace. And remember when earlier we were talking about how, um, Jesus discerns hearts, and if he may, if he may sense that your heart is not for him, then he will. He, it's like what you're expecting from him. He he won't give it to you. So let's let's actually see that in the scripture because um, we want to just let you know that this is not something we made up. This is really how his person is. So let's. Go with me to John chapter 2, verse 23 to 25, and we can close out with that. Okay, now listen to this. John chapter 2, verse 23 to 25 says, Now when he, came, now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, Many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men and had no need and had no need that anyone should testify of man for that he knew what was in man. So Jesus made a decision that he did not commit himself to them because he knew in their hearts that they didn't truly want him for who he was. They just wanted the miracles. They just wanted the signs. So, you know, you gotta, there's a time where you, there's, there comes a time where you have to really look at the motives of your heart. We mention it all the time that you can't be looking at God like a sugar daddy or a magic trick or something. You just say, oh, I'm going to pray all day and I'm going to go get prayer and then my situation is going to go away. It's not going to happen like that. Sometimes God will you know, do miracles in our lives, and he will make a way for us 
But then there's times where God will have us to learn from our mistakes after he has warned us over and over. So, you know, that's what I love about what God is doing here in Fire Realm, that he is teaching us his personality. There's so much to learn about Jesus. There's so much to learn about God and, and, and how, you know, they move. And I'm not saying they, but how God moves and how he, he, he acts towards his children. So I encourage everyone today, um, those who are listening online, um, if you have been following the ministry for some time through the sermons, we encourage you to go back and study some of those scriptures. For those who join the call every Sunday morning, we ask you to go and um, just really check the motive of, of, you know, of why. Just ask yourself, why am I seeking God? Do, if God doesn't do anything else for me, will I continue to say yes? Will I continue to serve him? If God doesn't give me what I what I truly want in my heart is your salvation enough? Him getting brutalized for you, for your soul to live for eternity is that enough? So that's the question we have to ask all of us. All of us are going through hardships. All of us are going through things we don't want to go through. You know, we have to self evaluate and say, God, if you don't do another thing for me. Will my worship be true? So we thank you for, for joining in. We thank you for, um, you know, taking the time to hear the word. And we just pray that, that, um, that you know, that word fall on good ground, not the stony heart, but a heart that is, on, that is soft and ready to learn, ready to just, you know, allow God to have his way in your life. God bless you. And I wanted to highlight this because um, this is going to end the um, the actual uh, series about uh, it's called the FRM. You can uh, search for it uh, on 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 our on uh, on the podcast and and all the downloads that we have available uh, where the sermons are available. But uh, for it's so important to understand this series it's really it really is because a lot of people they just go to they just go to church and they don't understand that when you're when God puts you in a ministry especially the ministry what we have here at Fire Run, we we the way everything is set up in the ministry is actually for you it's for you we we make these available we make all the uh sermons and messages available and we want to see each individual that's a part of Fire Rum and you who's listening to this recording or you're listening here, we want to see every area of your life blessed. We want to see you walk into everything God has for your life. But it's up to you. I can see God can use this ministry to give you the tools. We can give you the wood. We can give you the hammer. We can give you the, the wrench. But if you don't pick up the tools to build your house, your life, when you you can still have the tools, yeah, but you'll still be homeless spiritually. In other words, if I give you tools today to build a house and I give you the blueprint, but you don't go build a house, don't. Why, why are you angry or why are you, you know, sad when it starts raining and you get wet? Maybe you should have took that period of time to build a house that can stand the storms that come. And let me tell you something. Life sends storms at you. There are situations even in business that comes will come at you. Not every, even in business, not every business deal is God. Not every opportunity that comes your way is coming to bless you. There are some people, I met a guy recently. This guy lives in a luxury uh, 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 area. I mean, luxury. You know, I mean, and um, he lives in a luxury area, and I was talking to him. And, you know, he was talking to me about his business. And he was telling me about certain things that's going on and certain things that's going on in his life and all this money he's losing, right? And I couldn't help but wonder. I mean, this guy, you know, he's, un- he's not saved. But I couldn't help but wonder about 
all these decisions, even though he has a lot of money, and he probably, I mean, he makes more than the average person. He doesn't, he doesn't need to work for anybody. You know, he has his own, he has a couple of businesses. But I was just talking to him, and he was telling me, and I, I just kept putting up a thing to myself, that even though he has a lot of money, he's making some really bad decisions that's making him lose a lot of money. And I couldn't help but wonder that some of us, you know, we want our finances or we want our lives to change and we want all these opportunities to come. But we don't have the ability to hear from God clearly enough that when God, if God were to tell you, don't take this opportunity, don't take this uh, opportunity that's come across your way, would you actually listen to him? And I found out after being in ministry and being safe for over 14 years, my wife, same thing, you know, that we found out that that uh, your desires can talk louder than God's voice. In other words, your desire for, you know, for, for position or your desire for this or your desire for that can speak louder than what God is actually saying to you. And, 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 you know, it could bust a lot of people's bu- bubble. So so the thing is, these resources, are, I encourage you, you know, to really get, get it uh, in your heart and, and really digest it, take notes, because once you understand why God has placed you in fire realm, it will be, you will have so much clarity in your life. You really will. You will have so much clarity pertaining to, Areas of your life, and what God, and it's not that there's anything special about myself or my wife. It's just that God sent you here. God sent you uh, uh, to this ministry. You've been to many churches before. You've been and did this. You didn't, you know, done that. But you, but the change that God is bringing to your life through the Word of God is changing you and it's ministering to you. So. So take advantage of it. This is the last. Uh, this is the last um, um, part of the series, and we, you know, God bless everyone and thank everyone for listening. If you have any questions, remember you can always send an email to firerealminfo at gmail dot com or message the ministry or or whatnot. And if you have gone through the process or uh, and things like that, if you're a part of Fire Realm. Um, or, or in internet land, and 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 you're part of the uh, the ministry, and you really soak up what God is saying, and you you you're a partner and things like that. Uh, you can always send us a, send us an email, and, and and get plugged up to what God is doing, and all the resources we put out there uh, for for um, those who are who are actually partners and members with the ministry. So God bless everyone, and uh, hope you have a wonderful. Wonderful uh, day.